0: Hey there, Wedding Pro. This is Karen Hunt on the Celebration Pro Podcast. I am so excited to bring you all things to help empower you as a wedding professional and illuminate your dreams through confidence and connection so you can focus on your passion and celebrate all the wins. I've been in the industry over 14 years and as a former six-figure wedding planner and luxury resort wedding specialist, my passion is seeing other wedding vendors flourish in their business. As your personal wedding pro consultant, I'm popping the bottle and pouring you a tall glass of valuable topics from mindset growth to actionable income producing activities. We are breaking through that glass ceiling you've created for yourself to become the wedding pro you've always envisioned to be. So cheers to you. Let's get into it. So I'm popping in quickly before we start today because I am so freaking excited to share this news. Hopefully you've heard me share about the Be The Gossip workbook. Well, now I've reconfigured it and it's available for a limited time through an exclusive private podcast and it's free and it's all just for you. In just five mini episodes, we're going to dive into the number one way to grow your audience of ideal clients. You guys, I'm talking about the couples that you vibe the most with and love being a part of their vision and their best day ever. And yes, the workbook is still included because sometimes we got to write about it to be about it. So together, let's get super clear on how you're currently positioned in the industry and how to get where you need to be to attract your favorite clients, all without spending a dime. If you're ready to be the vendor that everyone is talking about, of course, in the best way, check out the show notes to access the Be The Gossip private podcast and workbook all for free. All right, let's get back to the show. All right, Celebration Pros, I am so excited to be bringing Ruthie on. Ruthie, how do I pronounce your last name? Starrett. Starrett. Okay, so Ruthie Starrett is a content strategist and founder of a content management agency called the Consistency Corner, and she's able to help small business owners create consistent content that drives revenue through things like quarterly planning, simple marketing, best practices, positive reinforcement, and accountability. A lot of times, creatives and visionaries get really overwhelmed. I'm sure you can relate to that, keeping up with content. So Ruthie created the Consistency Corner to establish and help create simple content frameworks which build trust and lead to sales every month. We love that. As a retail veteran, she uh, turned herself from a self-taught marketer and agency owner and grew into entrepreneurship with experience in blogging, direct sales, and health and wellness coaching, all while balancing a corporate job in retail marketing and being a mama. As a Midwest native and now in Florida, the same state as most of our listeners here, she lives by the motto, work hard and be nice, and loves to cheer others on in the pursuit of big goals. Thank you for being here, Ruthie.
1: Yes, I'm so excited. Thank you for having me.
0: Yes, and I'm so excited because we just spent the weekend together um, we are, well, she's actually a big part of the mastermind group that I just finished up. And so I'm so excited to have her here, especially as part of the overcome the overwhelm series, because a huge pain point in our industry is the management or lack thereof content and social media. So Ruthie, I'm hoping that you can tell us kind of how you got into this space and how you found success in your own business. And then we'll get into the nitty gritty.
1: Yeah, so I had a long career in retail management and for a long time, people were telling me as I was thinking like, I already, I always knew once I had a baby that I didn't wanna work traditional retail. The overnights, the holidays, I just, I knew I wanted to do something different. And people would say, well, you should do marketing. And I was like, "Uh, I don't know anything about marketing. Why are you saying that? Like I went to school for sales, marketing and sales are different. But then I got into the world of network marketing and just like dove headfirst and learning all things marketing and branding. And it really just like lit my heart on fire, was so passionate about it. And I was in a corporate job in retail merchandising and had the opportunity to step into the marketing department, become the marketing, the head of the marketing department, and then grow that to where I was a marketing director and actually had a team under me all the while teaching myself how to do this. And so over time, I realized that if I can teach myself marketing, I can help other entrepreneurs learn it too, because it can become really overwhelming. And the thing about marketing is it does have to be done consistently in order to be effective. And it's really helpful to have a customized strategy for your business and your bandwidth and your budget, which when we look around the marketplace at our competitors, or even maybe sometimes people in another space, we're like, oh my gosh, I can't do what they do or what they're doing isn't working for me. So there must be something wrong with me and you get overwhelmed and upset. And that feeling of overwhelm was something that I was just like, I wanna help small business owners not feel that. So when I started my agency, that was my goal is to either take content management off a small business owner's plate so that they didn't have to do it themselves or to give them frameworks that they could follow to make it easier if they weren't at a place ready to outsource and have somebody do it for them.
0: And I think that's so true. Like we look at what other people are doing all the time. There's that comparison factor and we don't see what goes on in the background, the systems that are in place. We think that everyone's just naturally a rock star, but a lot of times there's a lot of framework behind the scenes that you don't you know, we see the highlight reel, right? Yeah.
1: And you know, so many of us, we do, we scroll Instagram and we maybe find a couple of Instagram experts or Instagram influencers, as I like to call them that share these quick tips that feel like, Oh, I can do that. I can do that. And then you're like, but that isn't working. Well, that's because they're not giving you the whole story. Marketing has, they call it a funnel for a reason, attract, nurture, and convert. And so often as business owners, we end up getting stuck in one of those phases. And so by having somebody kind of help you take that 10,000 foot view of your marketing plan and say, do we have strategies to attract new clients? Do we have strategies to nurture those people down the funnel? And do we have strategies to help convert them into actual clients? That's a strategy throwing up a post or a reel and hoping it goes viral isn't a strategy.
0: (laughs) Yeah. And I think that's really important, especially to share with this industry. I mean, a lot of people are, you know, they're killing it out there, but I think one of the questions I get most often is like, Karen, you're doing really well. Can you, can, can I hire you to do my social media? And what they don't know is that I've learned what I've learned from you. (laughs) that's kind of, you know, why we're here today. So, um, and, and they don't, you know, they don't realize I have a lot to learn too. And so um, what I'm hoping today is that we can kind of go through like content 101 and like, where is the best place to start, especially for somebody who's like Terrified of social media, they don't. They've maybe never even heard of like content strategy. Maybe that's like yeah. a foreign concept to them. Where would the best place to start be?
1: Well, the best place to start, I think, is with the mindset shift of okay, content or even bad content is better than no content because if you start putting it out there, you're going to get better at what you do. But what I see people do is they put up a couple of posts, they maybe do some stories, they maybe do some reels, they don't get any engagement, and then they stop cold turkey. And they're like, this isn't working. I can't do this. Nobody cares. But then we're never giving our content the opportunity to get better because we are not practicing and working on it. And then because we're not consistently putting content out, our content isn't getting the opportunity to use the compound effect To grow and learn. And you know, when it comes to social media, I I do teach, like stop the scroll and get off on get off of social media. You don't need to spend 24-7 on there. But as a business owner, you do need to have a consistent presence there. And even for a lot of business owners who I know, they'll say, like, well, I get a lot of my business from referrals. Okay, but so do your competitors. So if you have a, a a presence on social media. You have got another way to attract business. You know, people might be hearing about you word of mouth, but then they're going to go to Instagram and check you out. If they Mm -hmm. like your content, they're going to click that follow button. And then when they're ready to hire, because you're consistently producing content, you're going to be top of mind and they will have the opportunity to convert. And so thinking about number one, one piece of content is not going to save or change your business. It is the compound effect of content over time. And I do teach that consistent doesn't have to mean constant because I know some people are like, oh my God, the TikTok experts, like they say, I have to post 17 TikToks a day. And who has time for that? Well, nobody has time for that. Okay. <laughs> but let's pick a intensity that we can be consistent with. So instead of like posting every day for two weeks and then being like, oh, I'm so burned out. I don't like social media. I'm over it. Well, what if we post three times a week? for three months and see how that feels. And then after those three months, we can reevaluate and say, okay, maybe I could do four times a week, or now maybe I'm going to layer in a blog or now I'm going to layer in email marketing or something like that. But we're not burning ourselves out by trying to do everything at once. We're taking small steps and then getting consistent with them.
0: Yeah. I think that's really great. You mentioned the compound effect, which is like one of my favorite business books. Yes. Darren
1: Hardy, every single person needs to read that book. It's so good.
0: Yeah, that's, that's like typically like my first go-to if anyone says like, where should I start with reading? But uh, one of the other things that you had mentioned too was how even if you have other referrals going on, that everybody's gonna come back to your social media. And I think a big myth in the industry is that People are going to go to your website first. And that's just not true. They can't yeah. to go to Instagram, especially in our industry. Yeah,
1: I can share a story. I was looking for a new family photographer because the person that I had used before wasn't doing family photos anymore. I asked in a mom's group, I got 40 recommendations. And so I sat there on my phone and went to people's Instagram. And that's how I narrowed down the list of whose website I actually was going to go to to look at their pricing. I wasn't going to go to 40 different websites. But I could scroll and look at forty different Instagrams, and so that was kind of my tripwire in the funnel of: Do I like this person's vibe? Do I like what they do? Are they posting? Because if I noticed that they hadn't posted, it you know, in eighteen months, I was like, oh, well, they're probably not really in, in business anymore. They're not even active, which is you know something that I think we think a lot about of, like, oh, well, in the wedding industry. We think like, well, maybe I haven't had a a project for a while. Well, that's okay. Pull pictures from old projects. It's okay to put that out there. Like, it doesn't have to be in real time. And you know, I love the thing. One thing I love about the wedding industry is that there is so much opportunities for content because you're in beautiful spaces and there's beautiful stories to tell. And you can tell the same story over and over again. You know, I, I share this with my clients that if you're not sick of yourself. Other people aren't seeing you. And we think that people see every single piece of content that we put out there and they don't. They see a percentage of it, a fraction of it. They need to see it over and over again. We have to be putting it out there over and over again. And it's okay to even repurpose content to make your life easier.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And Ruthie, you're doing amazing. because so I have all kinds of distractions on my end. For those of you like listening to the podcast, <laughs> if you're watching YouTube, <laughs> sorry.
1: I, I also have a little boy, so I know oh all about the like. We're just gonna roll
0: with this and right. figure it out. And I had to mention it because, yeah, because it's just it's real life, and that's where where we are, and that's a big part of this. Overcome the overwhelm is finding the harmony between the two. By you know, using your time wisely when you're creating the content so that you don't get burned out. Um so yeah, no, all of that is great. Now, if someone's listening in and they're like, "Ruthie, that sounds great. I love all of that, but I'd really just like to hire somebody. I don't want to get into it all. What would your uh advice be on outsourcing something like this?"
1: Yeah, I think based upon where you are with your in your business, It's looking at a done with you option and a done for you option. And those are kind of two stair steps that you can take if you're not sure how much you're ready to invest is a done with you option is like a consultation. Somebody is like myself would sit down with you and we map out a strategy. And then you have a recipe to follow of what to post about, what content to create, a schedule to go by, and it makes it easier for you. So you don't have to think about it because you've got enough to think about as a business owner. And then another option, if you really are at a place that you're like, I am at capacity, I don't have a moment to like edit pictures or write captions. That's where outsourcing to an agency or a VA for done with or done for you could make sense. And you work with somebody who is a social media professional or a marketing professional and say, okay, okay what would this look like for you to do it for me? I have the photos because I'm at the events. How can you help create content for me? And typically what we'll see with done for you type agencies is you want to make sure that you have a good relationship with the person who's doing it for you, that they understand you, that they understand your brand. that They understand who your ideal customer is. There's social media management. There's thousands of social media managers. And so finding somebody that you vibe with is important because I've talked to business owners who have hired social media managers and they'll be like, yeah, but they just didn't get me and they didn't get my brand. Part of that is you as the business owner, having those brand details laid out so that you can hand it off to somebody else. What are your fonts? What are your colors? What are your brand values? Who is the client that you're trying to attract? Those are all things that you need to be thinking about and getting out of your head and on paper so that you can have, whether it's a team member that works for you or an agency or somebody that you're outsourcing to pick up and carry your brand with the vision that you created for it.
0: Yes, my darling.
1: (laughs) Waylon's like, oh, that sounds very interesting. (laughs)
0: more thing, yeah. Well, um, yes. So I 100% agree with that. You definitely need to be able to find somebody who can represent your company the way that you would show up. And I think we've even said if they can do it 80% as good as you, it's, it's still, that's what you're looking for. 80% or more and you're in the right. Yeah.
1: Because if you're not doing it at all, their 80% Mm -hmm. is better than your 0% if you're not getting to it. And one other thing that I will reference when it comes to social media, and I know that, you know, you understand this model, but social media, social media is not a business strategy. It's part of your marketing strategy. It's a great For your marketing. So what are your other things? Do you have a lead magnet? Do you have a work with me interest form that people can fill out? Is there email automation that they get, you know, after they fill that email out? I've had businesses hire me that they're like, well, we just want you to manage my my social media. And I'm like, okay, but I actually want your business to grow. And unless we have a full-on marketing strategy, social media alone doesn't work or it doesn't work for the long term.
0: Right. Absolutely. Yes. This is what you've taught me from day one.
1: <laughs> yeah. <that laughs> this we've, this that is We've got perfect. to have those other things in place.
0: Yeah. I think that this gives a, a pretty clear window as to what content strategy is um, to our listeners here. And just to understand that, you know, the social media aspect, it's important, but it's only one piece of the puzzle to your business. Mm-hmm. And it's yeah, important I- because it's your portfolio. We want to make sure that everyone knows that you're open for business.
1: The analogy that I use is that a coffee cup isn't coffee. It's a container for your coffee and social media is a container for your content, but there are other containers out there too, that we can use, you know, wedding professionals, trade shows sometimes, or your website and blog, which is going to drive traffic. Your Google, my business profile, which is people are going to find you when searching. Those are all containers for content too.
0: Yeah. I love that analogy. That's, that's perfect.
1: It also makes me want coffee. So (laughs) (laughs) when you're a mom, you just also just need more coffee.
0: Next time I'm in central Florida, we'll get coffee. Yes. Hopefully you won't have to wait that long though. Well, I have a couple of just some quick, fun Q&A so that our audience can kind of get to know you on a personal level. Yeah. Um, Although the ones I've chosen, I guess, are a little more business related. But what are you currently reading and or listening to?
1: So I'm reading three books, which I don't recommend reading three books at once, but I just happen to be, I've started three different books. So I'm reading Selling Staircase by Nikki Roush, who um, I have a podcast as well, and she's going to be a guest on my podcast soon, but she is a sales expert and sales coach. So I'm reading that. I'm reading Who Not How, which is all about outsourcing and adding the who's to your team that can help you get things done. And then I am just about to start Atomic Habits. It's sitting on my bedside table, but I haven't started it yet.
0: That one is so good. That's kind of like there with compound effects. Like for like a year,
1: I had, I have had so many podcast guests tell me that that's their favorite book and I'm like, okay, I really need to read it. I finished, I read Harry, Prince Harry's book in January as like a fun book. And then I was like, okay, now it's time to get some business books under my belt. I went a little nuts and started three.
0: (laughs) Well, good luck to finishing them all. I'm sure (laughs) you will. Um, And then if you were to start over today, what is one thing that you would have done differently?
1: That is such a good question. And I almost want to say like nothing because there was a lesson in every single journey. There was a lesson in the calculated risks. There was a lesson in things that I learned, you know, I started out in network marketing, like in health and fitness coaching, and I learned things along the way that had helped me in my journey. And so I don't, I, yes, I wish things would happen faster. I mean, <laughs> maybe that's the only thing is if I could like speed up time, but that's out of my control. So I don't know that I would have, I would
0: change anything. Yeah, I, I, you know, and because you started in network marketing, I, that's, I mean, that was a part of my journey too. And I feel like there was so much that I learned that pulled me into the coaching space.
1: Yeah. And there's also, yeah. when you start in it's that area, reason. there's also some unlearning that has to be done. You know, I was mm-hmm. talking this weekend with another former network marketer and she's like, well, but we learned we have to post seven times a day.
0: I'm like, you don't, you don't have to do that anymore.
1: <laughs> you can let that you don't go. do that. Yes. <laughs>
0: I love that. Well, Ruthie, where can our listeners find you and just enjoy more of you? Yeah.
1: So I am on Instagram at the consistency corner. So that is typically where I hang out. Um, I host a podcast called the consistency corner that has marketing and mindset tips for the busy small business owner. Um, and then I have a five day free challenge that um, Karen can definitely put in the show notes, but it's the stop the scroll challenge. So it's the consistency slash stop the scroll. And you'll get five Tips right to your inbox of how to minimize that time on social media and take back your energy without sacrificing your marketing strategy.
0: Amazing. That's awesome. Thank you so much for one, being on the podcast. I've been really excited to have you on and two being a part of the overcome the overwhelm series. I think this was absolutely perfect for, um, especially we're coming into a busier season. So just knowing that they can find some relief in this, uh, pocket of their business is super important. So
1: thank you so much for having me. I know eliminating the overwhelm is something that like, is my part of my mission, particularly for working moms, because we have enough on our plate. So I'm excited to be a part of this series.
0: Awesome. Waylon, do you want to say bye Ruthie? No. (laughs) (laughs) Bye. (laughs) Thank you. I am beyond grateful to have you here on Celebration Pro Podcast. And I celebrate you for taking the step towards growth in your business. If you loved this episode, it would mean everything to me to hear from you by posting a review or sharing with someone you know would love it too. I'm wishing you a win today, and I can't wait to chat with you again soon. Until then, I'll be celebrating you. XO.